Hello, this is Terry. Terry, it's Joey Jungola. What's up, Joey? How are you doing, my friend? Good. How are you doing, sir? Thank you for taking the time. Really, really mean that. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jungola. Let's get into it. I am, I'm down 16 pounds and I've ridden 18,000 of business. So uh, I'm, at, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right for 15 days in. I'd say so. That was my good buddy, Terry Greer over at Strive Insurance. And he's talking about, I can't remember exactly the, um, uh, I guess uh, Terry in Austin, Texas. I'm forgetting to say where people are from. Terry Greer, Strive Insurance, Austin, Texas. He was talking about, I can't exactly remember the, uh, the challenge that he had set for himself. I believe it was he wanted to lose 80 pounds and write 80,000 in new business. I'm not sure of the time frame, but uh, being what he said, 15 days in, he was down 16 pounds and uh, he was uh, 18,000, I should listen to the clip, 18,000 in new business, something like that. So yeah, not bad, right? Okay, so. Now, Terry has is, is kind of kicked this off, this whole idea. He's setting a goal for himself. Uh, obviously, there's a personal goal and a business goal. That's nice that they can come hand in hand. They can kind of share quality time together. But what uh, is really more interesting to dive into is, um, you know, obviously, I'm sure most of you maybe set some type of goals. I don't know how you do things. I, I'm, not, I'm not prying. I'm not asking. I'm just saying maybe you do, maybe you don't. Um, whether you have like a hard and fast number that you write on the dry erase board every month, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily a thing or not, but what I kind of think is important is at least knowing your numbers, right? We talk about this over and over again, right? Knowing what you need to do to be able to hit the goal you want to achieve. Now, Terry told me he, well, we'll hear it in the coming clip. He's got a number in mind for him, for his business and where he wants his book to be. And he's working the numbers backwards as to you know, uh, what he has to do to make that a reality. And I think sometimes we don't start from the top and work our way back, reverse engineer, if you will, um, and then figure out exactly, you know, what you have to do to get there because that is ultimately the hard part. It's easy to point to a big number that's so far off in the distance, you're not sure you'll ever reach it. It's a lot more difficult, more challenging, more sobering, let's say, to break that down to, a daily action, a daily routine, a daily consistency that is actually going to hopefully catapult that into reality. And working that magic backwards is, is really what Terry's doing here. And when you actually try and figure out that number, maybe it's exciting. Some of that was spillover from last month. You know how you kind of have it queued up, but it is pretty solid. I decided for me to get to my million dollar book that I wanted in, you know, I appreciate you putting me in the podcast a couple more times. I need to average about $10,000 of new business a week, a week. So 40,000 a month. 10,000 a week and four, well, four, obviously 40,000 a month. Uh, okay. Um, that's, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's healthy. That's ambitious. I wouldn't say that that's, unreasonable, but it's a, it's a nice, nice size number. And for all, again, health insurance guy talking commercial numbers here, give me a second, uh, to deal with it. But, um, you know, for all of the, all of the, uh, 
people that I talk to, for all the people you hear on this podcast that, you know, they might take a trip to the moon and back for a $5,000 farm policy, you know, that's where, you know, 10000 a week might sound a little challenging, right? What would you have to do to sell $10,000 policies every week consistently? For the entire year, right? Like it would every week, I'm gonna drop a ten thousand dollar business in the sold column. What would that look like for you? What activities would you have to pursue and to achieve to make that happen? Again, I mean, that's uh, let me do some rough math here. That's fifty-two. Uh, um, you know, assuming weeks, if we're doing 10,000, that's 52 farms in a year or, or farms or I'm just saying like, that's the, that's the frequency. That's the volume that we're talking about here. And, and let's put it this way. I know that there, there has to be agents out there. I just haven't really talked to them. And that's kind of where I have a hard time wrapping my mind around it. As far as uh, let's put it this way, Joey, program.com. If you are a set agent who is knocking down uh, $10,000 a week in new business. What is it specifically? What are you targeting? I would like to know, you know, maybe what's going on. Let me know. Joygoprogram.com or at joygo on Twitter, I guess. Sure. Why not? Because, uh, obviously there are certain things in the commercial world that, you know, you've got to have that flow. You got to have that routine. And Terry's looking to find that. And now he obviously, in the very beginning of the clip, explained like, yeah, he had, and this is where I think it's tricky, right? He said, yeah, I've, in the last two weeks or whatever the time period was that he had mentioned the amount of business, the 15, 16, boy, I'm terrible with uh, the numbers today, uh, how much he had written in this new time period of this challenge that he had set for himself. He said some of it was spillover from last night. You know how you kind of have it queued up, right? And that's the, and that's, I think the hardest part of the workflow is, is that, you know, you got one that's ready. It's, it's kind of there. It's ready. It's almost there. It's up, oh, not quite. And then all of a sudden it just comes right. And that's what, you know, Terry's talking about is So that would throw off as maybe a week or two prior to where he thought maybe one or two of those were going to close. They didn't. And then they, they fell over. And so maybe you've got a disproportionate week, uh, but then the other two or three weeks around it kind of don't look so great. And how do you, how do you have that consistency, that, that domino effect happen over and over again? Because if you're not focusing on the right person or the right amount of business, then it's going to be really tough. Well, 10,000 a week is not, see, that's where, where I go back and forth for like when you when listening to you and stuff like that. I don't have a frame of reference in what other people are doing. If I'm writing coffee shops for a thousand bucks, yeah, you know, I got to write a ton. Well, apparently, Terry, I just spent the last four minutes describing my lack of reference as well, too. So um, maybe this podcast is not doing anyone any good today, but at least we're trying, right? We're trying. Uh, so Terry said, hey, I don't have a frame reference. I don't know. 10,000 doesn't sound that crazy. Now, again, I have spoken to Terry since this call. I, I haven't brought up the 10,000 a week thing. I forgot about it, honestly. Terry, I'm a bad friend. I apologize. Uh, I will have to check with Terry. I'm going to see him at Girl Lab here just in under a week. Uh, so I definitely will do my best to remember to check in on the 10,000 a week on where he's at with that. Um, but, you know, that's so this is where ignorance is bliss, right? You know, for all the young hungry bucks out there that are just, Hey, the world's my oyster and I'm going to rule the, you know, whatever. And, uh, that blind ambition is probably a good thing, Terry. You know, you don't have any frame of reference. So you think, Hey, sure. Why not? I mean, being optimistic and, and, and just kind of, you know, 
dumb enough to not know what you don't know, not in a bad way, in a good way. Um, that's, you know, because you have no limits. You're not saying to yourself, it's a glass ceiling. You can do whatever you want. I can keep going on with all of these. Let's count. How many did I have? I think I'm at like five or six right now of those awesome analogies. But that's going to only, I think, benefit you in some capacity. Now, there will be, uh, there will be a little rough, roughing up that happens. There will be a, 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 a coming back down to earth. There will be a, uh, I just got smacked by a brick wall sort of moment at some point where Terry's like, well, all right, maybe, maybe I, I overestimated a little bit. Maybe my eyes were too big for my stomach. Maybe I shouldn't have two plates on my first trip through the buffet. I don't know. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Maybe that's just something. I'm just, you know... When you, when you just think that, you know, two things of macaroni and cheese looks like a good idea. They got the prime rib dude sitting down there, you know, you know, hometown buffet stuff that kind of, that's maybe, maybe it's possible, right? I don't know. I don't know if Terry hit that moment where he's like, whoops, probably not a bad idea. And the car ride home is going to be a whole lot of fun. I don't know if he hit that moment, but I would like to know if, if you have set a certain goal, if your if your commission goals match your sales reality, sure. And what that moment looked like for you when you're like, okay, this sounds great. And then, then all of a sudden reality setting, you're like, wait a second, this, this, and this is wrong. And so here's the important thing. Can you identify uh, the things that are missing, right? What is wrong in that process? What do you need to do instead to possibly achieve that result? So it's good to set that, that goal, that unrealistic goal, maybe. But it's even better when you don't hit it, but then to realistically look at it and say, well, here's the reasons that I think that that wasn't successful. Here are the reasons that I think I didn't do that 10K a week. And it's those reasons, if you can then adjust and change, adapt, modify, let's keep going with the adjectives, whatever you wanna say, if you can't do that, then then it'll just be a fairy tale. It'll just always be something that you have pinned up on your wall, uh, that will never become reality. And again, I'm not providing too many specific examples, mainly due to the fact that I don't know if or what Terry has done. I would say that identifying those those certain things and taking those specific actions on a daily basis. Uh, again, for example, you know Terry's been talking about writing content, and we're going to get into that I think in the next episode. Uh, you know, creating that 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 habit of of creating people's attention, getting people's attention, and filling that cycle up, starting that cycle now. So you know that if you do, you know, create X amount of pieces of content, you get X amount of people reading it. Then from there, X amount of people will uh, convert on that offer. From there, X amount of people actually directly contact you. From the people that directly contact you, X amount of people will actually buy. It's a lot of X's, I'm sorry. But I think you get what I'm saying, right? It's that I'm gonna do this thing over and over and over again, assuming I'm paying attention to the fact that it is working slightly, and I'm just gonna keep doing it until you know I get the numbers that I want. 
I had a general contractor that I work with that I don't really, I, I love them to death. Everything's great. They were forming another entity and, you know, that was 10 grand right there. And I got another tech company and that was four grand. I, I got to get up above five. That's like if I write one a week, essentially or between five and 10, then I'm, I'm cranking right along. And here I should have put that clip sooner. I'm here. I'm floundering for seven minutes of the show with really no meat. And here you are, Terry. You're delivering the meat a little late, but I appreciate it nonetheless. Terry says, hey, guess what? Guess where that, that, that premium came from, that commission? Where did it come from? He had an existing client set up, setting up a different entity, and that, that attributed to $10,000 of, um, of the 15 or the 16 or whatever, again, whatever the number was. And then he, he landed a, a tech company at four grand. So again, we were saying the $5,000 farm policy, the $4,000 tech company. Uh, combined together for those two things, that's a nice week, but you know, you're not going to have a client start a new entity uh, every week, let alone every month, maybe once every six months if you're really lucky, but even then it's probably more like once every two or three years, if we're being honest. So that's an outlier, right? That's not that's not a uh, consistent you know, way. However, Terry got that tech company, now whatever, however they came through the door, that could possibly be a consistent stream. Uh, but you have a majority of that you know, two-week thing you know, basically built on, on an outlier scenario. And that's, that's sort of the thing is you got to take a look at is go back and audit. Here's an idea. Sure. Let's take a look at the last three months, six months, however long you want to go back, whatever you think you need to get a full picture and kind of take a peek at, at what you did, what you got, where it came from and how it came to you sort of thing, because that's a pretty good idea to, to, to look at how your activity has produced up until this point. And you can see and, and probably identify the consistent areas of business that, that were produced and how they were produced uh, because it's going to let you take a look at, the again, those outliers of, of the friend's you know, construction company that's setting up a different entity. It's going to allow you to, to look at those and say, all right, let's, let's push you to a side and let's get a really clear picture on what we're dealing with because if not, then like you said, you're going to be in the danger zone of, you know, Terry, that tech company, four grand, not bad, would like to be five, six, maybe seven. And again, too, with the, the nice thing with commercial and especially with tech companies is that, you know, it's, it's a $4,000 account today, but, you know, that, that tech company is actually right about something. Now, again, that's fine. Most of them aren't. But if they are, that becomes a much bigger deal down the road. Even if they become moderately successful, they have a, they have a decent shot. Of, I mean, I, I don't know what the percentages are, but they might have better days in front of them. And that $4,000 account could become a $24,000 account. Who knows? Uh, but that's also something, I guess, to take into consideration. What kind of seeds are you planting, right? Now, is that... Yeah, if you can, if if whatever goal you have set for yourself, if you're saying, well, I'm just gonna you know plant some seeds, and you know as long as they're not just gonna be little baby trees that pop up, as long as they have a shot to be something you know decent and meaty, well, if you plant enough of them, then you know maybe two or three years down the road, you might be looking at something decent, maybe four or five, six years down, whatever it is, you know, as long as you're approaching, attacking an industry, a niche that has potential to grow and become, you know, or whatever, or if you're just focusing on the business owner themselves, if they're ambitious, if they meet a specific set of criteria, qualifications that you like to look for that really just, you like the cut of the guy's jib, I don't know. And that's what's attracting you to them. If, if, if you've somehow figured out a way to target those people, sure, why not? Better days are ahead of them. Uh, my dad always 
likes to tell me that you just want to make sure I'm going to screw this up. Uh, you want to make sure that they have enough tomorrows or something, basically, I don't know, something to, to, to qualify somebody that's, you know, worth investing time in that you might be able to sell a different line of business to, uh, you know, if you got somebody that's, you're just going to sell them one thing, they're barely able to afford the one thing you're selling them. It's just, they don't have many other, many more tomorrows. It sounds a little more, I don't, I feel like I don't remember being that depressing, but maybe it is. I don't know. Thanks dad. Um, but it is what it is. And that's something that I think is important enough to consider, right? And all of this thing, right? Just like think the overall, the overall, if we're just going to kind of back it up here for a second, I think the biggest thing to keep in mind here is, is that one, do you even have kind of something that you're shooting for, whether it's a specific number, if it's a specific objective, achievement, uh, a movement, any, I don't know, anything. Is there something specific that you're working towards? And more importantly, are your actions and are your goals aligned with making that become your insurance reality? Hey agents, listen to this, listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it, think of it, really. We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now listen, I'm an agency owner and I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you gotta do is you gotta admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com, check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do, really. And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.